This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Good evening, everyone, and welcome along to a, a very different time for the latest betting weekly game bet match tennis podcast with myself, Nigel Seeley, in London, back home after an eventful trip yesterday. And um, I'm a bit sad to see my old mate Sean Calvert over there. And the sun is shining in Hamburg, which is really disappointing. Well, I thought I got the best of the weather, but it doesn't seem to be that way. Uh, so we are on a different time here on a Friday evening talking about the tennis. We're going to talk about two matches a little bit later on in Atlanta. And we're going to have one match tomorrow, the semifinals in Hamburg. Um, so before we go into the matches, uh, Sean, you're missing me, mate. How's it been? How's it, how's it been on that Reaper, Barney? You've got to be careful down there, mate. Make sure you're all right. But you're okay? I've I've not really ventured out there without you as as my protector, to be honest. I don't I don't trust some of these characters that are there. There's not many people with protection Reaper. on that Reaper, Barney, I must admit, to be fair, Sean. It's it, it it loses its cachet after a day or two. It's a bit it's all right if you if you're going out and having a few beers and having a laugh and stuff, but kind of day to day, I'm I'm basically living here for three days it's obviously it's not a very long period of time but it's um yeah it's a bit it's a bit seedy uh when you when you're sort of walking out for your coffee at like 10 o'clock in the morning there's all sorts going on out there it's still going on at 10 in the morning it's still all the action going on at 10 i wouldn't say action but there's there's characters lurking about all hours it's um it's all right it's not a problem tonight actually it's 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 a bit different tonight because there's a a couple of ways the sun's out which you can probably tell behind me which which is the first time i've seen any sun since i left the UK and the second thing is that um, Hamburg are playing at home for their first match of the season against Schalke and there's a ton of football fans out there there's loads of Schalke fans loads of Hamburg fans mainly Schalke fans actually down here because it's a day out for them isn't it it's um, a day out on the Reaper Barn getting drunk and then going to the football so it's it's a bit lively down there at the minute I'm gonna I'm gonna step down there later on I've got a dinner reservation somewhere a bit quieter tonight so um, yeah it's all good mate it's all good yeah, I mean that's a massive game. That's a big game. Two big sides, big supporting, and what? One of the away. What? It must be the away trip you want to have. It's like the Brighton or the or the Blackpool away or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just get down to the Reaper Barn for. Hamburg. Well, they're all doing it. They've been doing it since I since I came back from the tennis earlier. They were they were all on the trains and stuff. The Schalke fans all got off at the Reaper Barn. They're all they're all enjoying themselves before the first match of the. I didn't realize actually Hamburg were in the second. Tier yeah, of, um, of German football and, and Schalke as well. So yeah, yeah, big match should be good. Famous, obviously, Kevin Keegan went to Hamburg. Yes, didn't he? Many back years in the ago. day, back in the day, back in the day, Hamburg. But uh, we're talking about let's have a little catch up with you. So yes, we went the tennis today. Um, yeah. Some good matches today. You watched it. You watched the games. You, you give us a little bit of a lean for Laszlo Jerry. Obviously, he said that uh, his head-to-head record against Massetti, the defending champion. Uh, was strong. If anyone followed mm. Sean on our Instagram page at Because We Win and also on our Twitter handle, you would have seen that Sean uh, said, said to you that uh, Massetti might struggle with that, and he did. Uh, he got beaten. Massetti's um, defending champion is out, so Lazio Jerry's through, and it's thrown up a little bit of an unlikely semi-final, which we'll come on to in a minute. But um, what 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 do you thought of the, the what what sort of what do you think of the, the tournament? What do you think of the arena compared to other tournaments? And what do you think of uh, the tennis action that you've seen so far? Well, I'm annoyed at Laszlo Jerry. 
that's that's the first thing to get off my chest. You know, for, for anyone that didn't watch the show last week, I, I tipped Jerry to to win in Gestard last week. He lost in an absolute shocker in the first round to Zizou Bergs. Now his favourite to make the final at a bigger tournament, a much much bigger prize a week later in Hamburg. So that's that's annoyed me. Um, yeah, but there's the also tournament. there's also one there's also one way of thinking about it, it annoys you. Yeah, okay, mm. and there's there's a lot of thing a lot of things that do annoy you, Sean. And being though know, you, you you get annoyed by a lot of things. I think this would annoy anybody though, wouldn't it? That's that's not well, just me. But also, I think you're doing the right thing. The fact that you've bet someone who's had a bad day and comes on to win it shows you that the original bet you had was a good bet. Regardless yeah. whether he got bigger, it's frustrating, but it shows you you're doing the right thing. Yeah, it does. It's just it's just annoying because this happens quite a lot over the years. It's but you're doing the right thing. You're doing yeah, right yeah, thing. I am. I am doing the right thing, but it's still annoying. Even even if it's vindication of my original of my original play, it's still it's still annoying. It always will be. You, you, I'm never going to get over this. It happens all the time. <laughs> the guy loses in the first round, wins the next week. It must have happened to you a few times. Happens, yeah, happens but I don't bother about it. I just know I'm yeah, doing the right it. thing. It doesn't bother me. I just annoys me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> things do annoy, do, do annoy you. Any, anyway, I'll tell you what else annoyed me while we're on the subject. I don't know delays, this... any, any problems on the use? Nah, 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 no, but the problem good. I had today was the fact that they put Massetti Jerry on that M1 court that every single person was trying to get. Did you see that video I posted? Where I, I had to watch well, I see it, it peering through like a sort of voyage. The, the only way I could watch it. And there was, it wasn't just me. There was about 20 other people standing um, looking over the, the side from the other courts. It's the only way you could watch it because it was packed. I realise it's a joint tournament and they have to have some WTA matches on the, the centre court, but I, I didn't really get the scheduling. So I understand that the German girl obviously put her on. Yeah, I get that. Didn't really get putting Arantxa Roos on first on centre court and putting Massetti, the defending champion, on the court, which only holds about two hundred people, um, it's not a nice court, is it? There's little, there's there's benches. You sit there, you get a real sore bum. Well, on the one side, it's concrete, isn't it? It's got yeah. the old sort of football concrete. style um, terracing where where you know if you sit on that, that's painful. But people were sneaking in around that side. They they found a gap in the fence and they were sneaking in. It, it they got they shut it off eventually. The security guy stopped people from going in there eventually. But um, other than that, I think it's quite a nice little tournament actually. It was quite small, isn't it? It's smaller than you think. Um, some of these 500s, Barcelona's really small. Um, but Barcelona's really packed. This this was all right. I, I, I quite like the... It's quite a nice little centre court, isn't it? I'll tell you yeah. what I do like, if, we, if we're going on to things that I do like. Really? No, this won't well, take long. Yeah, it won't take long. But the seats on the centre court, aren't they? Oh, yeah. aren't they? They're oh. nice, aren't they? Yeah. And I, they're, I they're had built. the posh ones at the front. I I was in row two. Right? You know, you see the row one and row two. I actually had the, the premier seats. They were even posher. It's about 10 euro more than what you got the, the other one is down there. <laughs> I just pressed the button on the website that says best available seat. I don't I don't search. And at my age now, I have to have an aisle seat to get you know, out. That's go what I was gonna say. Yeah, you know what to. I do? I I it's not for the going to the toilet, it's the fact that I can get in and out quickly because I like to go from one court to the next. If something's yeah. happening on another court, I like to be out of there lively. Um, but yeah, really, really wide, kind of luxurious. It's not like Queen's Club, is it, where you're, you're no. packed in like about three millimeters from the person next to you. Um, so that was good. Um, yeah, very nice. I think it's decently run tournament. It's, it's you know, it's a nice little tournament. Um, I've, I've learned a few things of the travel. I like this. I like the aisle seats. Definitely, that's a big yeah, plus yeah. of tennis. Get yeah. it, get in and out, like you say. For me, my age, 
uh, you know, and I obviously consume a few more pilsners than you do on yeah, a daily basis. So I need to get yes, out to possibly. the toilet. That, that's that's uh, that's something I need to do. And the second thing that um, I've always I've always realised now travelling to get the second seat. It's a great tip for anybody who wants to travel abroad. Get the second seat behind the, the extra legroom because nobody reads the small print of the extra legroom. This is a value bet. For you. This is a big value for you, Sean. You'll be you should you should be all over this. So you get the second <laughs> the second row. Because families come in the first row, and nobody in the under the and under the age of eighteen can sit in that first row, and the amount of times I've sat there in row row two, and the stewardess has said, "I'm sorry, sir, you can't." You got. He said, "What do you mean? We ha- you'll have to ask the people behind if they can move." And you go, "Oh, well, okay, mate, yeah, right." And you move. Anyone under the age of eighteen cannot sit in that front row, and it happens all the time. Two travel tips here. Anyway, enough of go. our this travel is, tips. This is invaluable viewing. This we're invaluable. Good, it is. What is this? Is catching up? You know, we and haven't got tips. Much to talk about. Travel it's, tips. Got all it's sorts travel of tips. It's underground tips. It's Reeperbahn tips. It's uh, German Bundesliga two tips. It's it's every tip. under the goals tonight. Bundesliga two tips. That's the, that's a little tip for you there. Yeah, over the that's over the season. beers, that's for sure. Yeah, over it? the beers. Well, yes, hundred percent. Uh, let's move on to tomorrow's action. Uh, as we said, the, the man we spoke about, the man who's annoyed you, player that's annoyed you, Laszlo Giri, up against mm. the surprise a package in the tournament so far. Zhang Jinjin Zhang. Uh, Giri obviously is a, is a much more proven clay quarter, and uh, once the lines have gone up, no surprise, the money has come for Laszlo Jerry. He's minus 167 here against Zhang. Zeri's route here has been pretty impressive. He's beat Echeverri, he's beat Pella, he's beat Massetti. Uh, Zhang has also been pretty good as well, obviously, with the Brit, Schoinski, Hanferman, uh, which was a big win for him on centre court against a German, and another German today, Altmaier. So um, I can imagine Yang not being very popular with the Germans, and Jerry obviously... Uh, well, fancy his chances here to go deep. Minus one sixty-seven is the price. Plus one thirty-eight uh, for the outsider Zhang here. Uh, give us your thoughts on this match, and I'll look at some props as you uh, are you uh, are you giving us our your breakdown on what you think. Yeah, statistically, there's not there's not much between these two. I looked at the stats of all all of the players in this half of the draw before I left this morning, just in case. Well, to see which one's going to be uh, make it through. In this case, it was Jerry uh, and Zhang's stats. I also checked as well there. They're not great stats, either of them. Service points, one return points, one total of around about 100 at main level on clay this season. Both of them. There's nothing really to choose between the two on the stats I've never met before. Um, I mean, Jerry didn't really annoy me today in the sense that I, I backed him on the handicap, as I said on the on the, um, on the the video this morning. I talked about all the matches, didn't I? I thought it was a tricky matchup for Massetti. He doesn't like it at all. Jerry makes far too many balls for him and just, just waits for that sort of backhand to break down normally with Massetti and then he gets frustrated and um, it went downhill from there. Massetti smashed his racket after losing the first set. Never really was in it after that. Doesn't doesn't like facing Jerry. I think this will be a nervy one for these two, both in a, a semi-final of an ATP 500. You know, this is a big tournament for both of them. I mean, Jerry's won a 500 before back in the day in Rio quite a few years ago. Um, but this is pretty new territory-ish for Zhang. Um, he's, he's, again, he's slightly annoyed me a bit, Zhang. He's, he keeps saying things like, I'm, I'm, my favourite surface is grass and hard courts. And yet all his best results have come on clay um, lately, which is, I don't think he really understands it either. But I watched him, uh, all, um, all his match today against Altmaier, and he, he didn't really give Altmaier a chance. He was hitting with great depth. Um, it's tactically, he got it spot on. He was he was serving and volleying the kick serve out to the Altmaier backhand, knowing he was going to get a floaty response. He could just put it away with a volley or an overhead. Um, he was impressive. He, he really was impressive. Whether he can produce that in a semi-final... Uh, remains to be seen, uh, but I certainly wouldn't back Jerry at um, 
that odds on on the stats as i say there's nothing between them so if you're just going on that then you would probably suggest that there's a little bit of value on Zhang. Yeah, Zhang here is plus 138. Obviously, I think the line has obviously been given this kind of price because of Jerry's better clay court form over the years. But Zhang obviously yeah. has really, really produced some some very good performances. You put a little post on the Instagram account. Check the Instagram account um, where uh, I think Zhang hit Altmaier with, with a shot in the nether, in, in, in the nether reasons. The other way around. He was serving for the match. Zhang, uh, you think he was 30 level up at the time, came to the net, which he did quite often. And um, and Altmaier nailed him with one right in the uh, right in the nether regions. <laughs> he went down and it, it did look painful. And Altmaier came over the other side of the net, which you're not really supposed to do. Um, and sort of checked it, he was all right and stuff. It looked it did look like he got an unfortunate one, it really did. Um, but he, he got back up eventually, dusted himself down and, and served out the last couple of points for the match. But yeah. Nasty that looked. Let's hope he uh, he recovers all right tonight. And he needs a good rest, not head down to the Reaper Barn with you, Sean. He'd be all right for tomorrow if, if, if he gets in. Come the Portuguese like court to admit it should be quite sedate down there. That, that's where I was told to go to the Portuguese court. I went there, that's I think. It, that, was, that was near where I stayed. That's right by where I stayed. It's down by, it's by the, the river, isn't it? Well, the river is yeah. the river. St. George, George area. I don't know what it's called. I just wandered yeah. down there earlier on. That's near where I. That's near where I stayed, and I went to Richmond. Very nice. Well, that's there. much more. Uh, that's much more pleasant than where I'm yeah, staying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that, that's that's a no-brainer. That, that's that's just a no-brainer. You know, don't worry about that. Uh, okay, uh, so there we go. So that's uh, Zhang against uh, Lazo Jerry. The other semi-final, we're still waiting who it's going to be. Uh, we know that one man is in it, Alexander Zverev. He's, I actually bet Alexander Zverev after I saw him on the the first day I was there, hitting the ball so hard and man in the mission. We know he's got some personal issues to to uh, overcome. This week, but I thought he was absolutely exceptional. And uh, surprisingly, he's going to well, he's going to play either Kasparudo or Artur Fields. And <laughs> amazingly, Artur Fields is four nil up against Kasparudo. He's got a point now to go five nil up in the first set. So uh, he's now favourite in play with Bet Rivers. So the final uh, semi final could be Zverev against Fields. So on the draw, Zverev looks the man to beat. Uh, it's his home tournament, and he looks like a man who I think is five nil now. Artur Fields against Kasparudo. We saw Kasparudo lose the first set yesterday, so. We will we'll know that in the morning. There'll be about 38 different betting markets available on the Bet Rivers website. Remember, it'll be an early start because it's a European based over in Hamburg in Germany. Uh, we are recording this on Friday and we're recording this around about seven o'clock uh, UK time, which is two o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time in uh, in the States. But a little bit later on tonight, we've got two, uh, it's, it's quarterfinals, isn't it? It's called two, yeah. quarter, two yeah. quarterfinals in Atlanta. And... Um, they're quite interesting bets, uh, two interesting matches. The first match we're going to talk about is the man of the moment, Christopher Eubanks, uh, sensational at Wimbledon. We sort of doubted whether he can replicate that form here in Atlanta, but he has. He looks great in great form. He's up to going to be getting to the top 30 in the world, staggering amount of the man at his age and what he's done in the game. Number five seed here, he plays an opponent in Alexander Vukic, his opponent that he's played uh, a few times before, six times they've met, and Vukic leads 4-2. Vukic has actually won their last three encounters all this year. Uh, the, obviously, they've played four times already this year. And uh, Eubanks won the first time. They played twice twice at one tournament, one in qualifying and one in the first round in yeah. Delaware Beach. So amazing that they've got a huge amount of um, uh, recent records. And if you look at their recent form, 
there's been a lot of games that would be the, the, the thing to take out from this match. A lot of games here, but Christopher Eubank is one fifty-seven. I know he's going to be popular with the, with the American betters. We know that the spread here is minus one and a half. Eubanks is minus one seventeen. Uh, Vukic is plus one and a half, minus one oh eight, and the total is a very very high. Not surprising, twenty-five and a half with over minus one oh six and under minus one twenty-one. This is seven p.m. Uh, Eastern time um, in about five hours from now. The Eubank bandwagon, can it continue? Can he keep going? Is he a mind? It should he be minus 157 against an opponent that's beaten three times already this year, or is there value in Vukic here at plus 125? There's certainly an argument to suggest that Vukic is, um, has a little bit of value to him in, at that price. Yeah, if you look at um, the stats, I do like these meetings where there's a lot of statistics to, to go on. As you said, they met six times, um, and every every opening set of theirs has gone to either 12 or 13 games. Um, the head-to-head stats are very much in favour of, of Vukic, actually, in terms of service points, one return points, one totals. He's 105 to 95 ahead, Vukic. He's held serve 91% of the time against Eubanks. Eubanks actually only held serve against him 83% of the time. So just on those bare stats, you would say, yes, there's value on Vukic. But the other side of the coin is that Eubanks has improved considerably even since, even though those meetings are quite recent, they were from earlier this year, you would certainly say that Eubanks is probably playing with a lot more confidence now than he was sort of three or four months ago. Even so, I thought Eubanks was a little bit fortunate to, to edge it against my 16 to one shot um, Nakashima in round two. He saved all seven of the break points that he faced, did Eubanks, and Nakashima didn't save any of the two that he faced. So you could certainly argue a little bit fortunate, or you could argue that Eubanks was better on the big points. I think Nakashima went something like two from 21 or something on break points that tournament. So he just he just couldn't step up to the plate at the big moments, Nakashima, and Eubanks certainly could. Um, but I think in this matchup, you know, it's quite obvious that Eubanks has that struggle to, to deal with the Vukic. They've both got big games. Um, I mean, if we look at what they've done in Atlanta so far, Eubanks has held serve 100% of the time, Vukic 93% of the time. So given their head-to-head, given the conditions are, are quick in Atlanta, given the, the, the fact that both these guys have, have held serve pretty much the whole time in their first two matches so far, the obvious bet is a, is a set one tiebreak. But it's very short, isn't it? It's um, 2.6, I think it is, um, with Bet Rivers. That It's it's highly likely, if you don't mind taking a, a sort of relatively short price, but I'm not sure it's value. If, if I was betting in this match, I, I, I might be tempted to back Vukic at those prices on the basis mm. of... Of the, of the matchup the obvious bet is the tiebreak or set one tiebreak i'm not sure it's value but i think potentially the lean is is vukic there yeah I, i'm leaning towards vukic here i, I just think christopher you christopher eubanks has played an awful lot of tennis i know he's playing the best of his game his confidence must be sky high but physically he's never played this amount of tennis that he's doing he's played a lot of long matches as well two five setters at wimbledon and then obviously another long match against nakashima he's got the way a- he plays yeah it does lean himself to that because he doesn't break serve very often so he's he does tend to play a lot of long matches, yeah. And he and he, and he gets so emotional about every match, and that's and the emotion as well as the the physicality is going to take it. So I I I like him. I think he's he's great for the game, and I want him to succeed, and I really do. I, I think I think he's articulate. I think he's brilliant on the TV on the on the tennis channel. I think he's excellent. But I think from a betting perspective, at minus one fifty seven, 
playing an opponent he's lost three times this year in the last three matches, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that. Uh, okay, that's uh, so that's the Crystal Eubanks uh, Vukic match. Before we've gone to the next uh, quarterfinal in Atlanta, just a little bit of update: Artur Fields has won the first set six love against Casper Ruud. Uh, Hugo Rembert is up against Alex Diminuar. Alex Diminuar has uh, won this tournament twice before. He's minus 275 to win this uh, match. Rembert is so unpredictable. He can be absolutely brilliant, get that serve going, a big left-handed serve, or he could be abysmal like myself and Sean watched him against Ryan Pedersen when we bet him to win the tournament, and he was absolutely diabolical. That's one player that I am angry about. I'm not, I'm not, I, I forgive Laszlo Jerry, but Hugo Rembert on that day... I, I don't forgive him. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big Ugo and Bear fan. Uh, plus 210 uh, you can get for the Frenchman here. Uh, if you look at the head-to-head, uh, Alex Diminuar has won it. Uh, they've met four times. 3-1 the head-to-head to the Argentinian. The last time they met was on clay in Lyon. Um, Diminuar won that. He also won on clay in Barcelona. Uh, but they've, again, played a lot of uh, matches. If you look at the total games, a lot of high makeups, uh, a couple of uh, tie breaks. And the last three matches have all cashed on the overs. Um, Diminuar likes his tournament, got a good record here. Should be too strong for Umber, but Umber, we know, has got the capability to give the Australian problems. What do you like here? I took the overs here, uh, over 22 and a half games. I just think this is this is short on, on Diminuar in a match that's not on his racket most of the time. It's it's it's, it's mainly about Umber, this, this matchup and this particular match. Um, as you said, he's he, when it's working for Humbert, he's very flashy, goes for his shots, small margins, high risk game that he's got. When it comes off, it's it's virtually impossible to deal with for anybody, and that includes Diminor um, over the other side of the net. But when it doesn't, he, he beats himself. You don't really need to do that much if you're Alex Diminor and Humbert's having a shocking day. You don't, he, he won't really need to do too much today if that's the case. But at these odds, I'm happy to to take a chance on on Humbert having one of his better days. I went against him in the first round against Lestienne, plus one and a half sets. Lestienne should have won that match, incidentally. He served for it. Um, I think it was at 5-3 in the third set. Lestienne managed to conjure defeat from the jaws of victory there. Humbert had the trainer out about three times. Um, but he improved markedly, did um, did Humbert, in the next match against um, Lloyd Harris, wasn't it? Uh a big serving encounter that was, and and he was better, a lot better. Now that he's attuned to the conditions on Bear, I've seen him. I've seen most of these matches. These matches against Diminor, um, as you said, it's three-one to head the head-to-head to Alex Diminor, but the service points one and return points one tells. There's not a lot in it. 102 to 98 in favour of Diminor on all surfaces, on on hard courts alone. 101 to 99. So, although he's won three of the four, there's not a great deal in it in the stats. And the last time they met on hard courts, which was at the start of 2022, they were, they were joint favourites. Now Diminor's, what, 1.4, minus 250? Shorter than that even? Mm. Minus 275, almost minus $3. Almost yeah, that's... Three to one on. That's too short. If, if Humbert has a good day, he can win this. If, if he has a, a, a decent to good day, to very good day, then he can certainly take a set and, and, and really press this one uh, deep. I've taken the over 22 and a half. I, I just think that's, it's too short. It's too much of an assumption that Humbert's going to have a bad day. If he has a good day, this is this is winnable for him in these quick conditions. It's, it's all about Humbert, how, how he turns up on the day. And at these odds, don't mind taking a chance on him. This match is scheduled to play around about 8.30 Eastern time this evening. So you will have time to have a bet on this match. 
And Bet Rivers currently have 36 different prop bets on that, including the spread, which is three and a half. Uh, Dinamino giving up three and a half is minus 109. Umber plus three and a half is minus 117. And, and Sean's bet there, his official pick here, is over 22 and a half games. That was at even money. It's now been bet into minus money. It's minus 105. But even at minus 105, that does look a bet when you consider the under is the heavy favor here at minus 122. I agree with Sean completely there. This could be a long one. This could also be a very, very good week for us, Sean. On our futures, we, we get a little bit excited. We're 14 point, uh, 13.08 units up on the year so far after a bad win, wouldn't we? We all know that. That's yesterday's news. We, we were sort of getting a, getting a, getting our bet, our way back again, our way back in profit again, sorry. And we've got two guys through to the semifinals. JJ Wolf through to the semifinals over in Atlanta, who plays yeah. either Taylor Fritz or Nishi uh, Corey, which is the story of the week. I think Nishi Corey, what he's doing there, they're just mm. about to start here. So maybe when this lands, you might see some in, in play odds. And our pick in Umag, Arnaldi. Now, it was an each way pick. He's through to the semifinals and he will be a very heavy favorite, whoever he plays in the next round. Probably Alexi Popper in will probably be the most likely opponent. Um, but looking good on some of these futures here. Yeah, it's always nice to try and bounce back if you had a if you had a bad tournament. I'm just looking at the the scores now. Actually, the um, UMAG scores. I think that's got that the one's got a long way to go. Uh, the popular in um, match, but as you say, whoever whoever um, Arnaldi plays in the semi final, he'll be favourite. So that's always a good position, isn't it? You can you can head depending on what the price are. If you wanted to hedge your position, you could. It's nice to be in that position. Jeff Wolf, twenty five to one. He'll have a he'll have a difficult semi-final. Obviously, whoever he plays, obviously if it's Fritz, it'll be it'll be all the more difficult. Um, I would actually like Neshikuri to win that match so, and and probably be fatigued against Wolf. But I thought the conditions would suit Wolf um, pretty well, and that's that's worked out to be the case so far. Um, he's, he's he's had no problems getting through. Um, don't think he's dropped a set yet, has he? He's won everything. He dropped a set today against Leheka. I'm talking about Wolf. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, Wolf. Wolf hasn't dropped a set. No, I don't think he's dropped a set. Um, so yeah, twenty-five to one. You're going to get a, you know, you've got a shot at, at the final. You know, if you could also do them in a little parlay if you wanted to cover yourself that way. Um, we've not had much luck in there, right? So I had a couple of few unlucky semi-final final losers in the you know this season. Um, so it'd be great to get one or, or both of those through to the final. Yeah, for sure. It will all come good. Don't you worry about that. Uh, I've known you a long time, Sean, and uh, the miracle audience are getting to know you. We'll be fine. Don't you worry. Don't it's high-variant you... stuff, isn't it, the outrights? Yeah. One minute you've got 33 to 1 win, the next minute you go, you have a couple of first-round losers. It's That's how it is. And yeah, as long as you keep getting value. You keep getting the value. Sooner or later, over a period of time, you will you will be um, in front. Yeah, you will be fine. Don't worry. Now, no problem here. If you want to bet at your tennis podcast and you get you, you follow your tennis here, you will not go wrong betting this man. Um, if you have any success, if you've had any success on the on the show, if you've had anything that uh, you've had a nice winner on these futures, share your share your slips with us. We want to hear want to hear that you are betting these things as well. We want to see that you've uh, you've been cashing tickets. That's the one thing we like to do. We like to cash tickets here. So let's cash some tickets together. So if you are in a position with one of these futures, or you had a big bet on, or you had, didn't have to show the stake, but uh, send us through a little a little bit of a screenshot. Show us what you're doing and cheering it on with us. So we're hopefully we can all have some fun together. The philosophy is here, we win together, and that's what we want to do. Uh, remember, there are four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. You can follow Sean over in uh, Hamburg. 
Uh, he's going to be out tonight. He's be around tomorrow. He's going to be football crazy with the crazy fans in Hamburg against uh, Schalke. So I'm sure that that'll be a must follow on our Instagram page, which is at, which is at because we win. And you can also follow our Twitter page at because we win. Where Sean gives you a daily update from the arena, whoever we're traveling the world, giving you content. Uh, and hopefully giving you winners as well. And sure, we'll give you an update tomorrow on the conditions uh, over in Hamburg. And the final way you can follow us is by subscribing to our brand new standalone YouTube channel, the Betting Weekly Studios at Because We Win. Please give us a, a follow on there, subscribe, give us a rate and review. It's really, really important to get those numbers up. And we have some great content coming up. The soccer season starts all across Europe. We start in Germany tonight in the second division. Next week, there's going to be soccer action galore on that uh, standalone uh, YouTube channel. So please give us a follow on there. Um, before we go, Sean, Hamburg plus 143 with Bet Rivers. Schalke plus 165. The tie is plus uh, 260. The total goals under three and a half at minus 150. That is your bet. First game of the season, notoriously tight. Not many goals. Two teams that have got big history, big fans. One will lose their opening game of the season. Small play on the draw. Pizza money on the draw, plus 260. Under three and a half goals, minus 159. And a correct score, 1-1. CD's told you. Okay, well, it'll probably be on the TV, I imagine, in pretty much every bar around here. So I, I don't think I'll be able to avoid it. So, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll have a little uh, investment on that. And have that. Listen, have a great time, mate. Enjoy the rest of your day. When are you heading back? Uh, tomorrow evening, I'll, I'll just have time to watch probably one of the matches. I haven't seen the schedule yet, but I'll probably have time to watch one of the matches. Uh, well, have a safe journey. Matches. Hopefully, you, you don't have the same travel problems as me sitting on the, the the runway for three hours after trying to get in there. There's a curfew at twelve o'clock uh, in in Hamburg skyline, but it's definitely not a curfew at twelve o'clock on the Riverbahn where, where Sean Calvert <laughs> will be tonight. Uh, Sean, keep up the great work. Send us all those videos. We're loving the videos. We're loving the content. We're loving the Instagram stories. We want more content, and we want you to uh, to, to have enjoyable and cash some tickets as well. Good luck for the weekend on your picks in uh, America and Atlanta and also in Croatia and Umag. And uh, good luck for the for next couple of days uh, over in uh, Hamburg as well. Okay, that's been it. It's a bit unusual. Friday night, we, yesterday we couldn't do the podcast because of the travel commitments and the problems we had, the logistical side. But we've given you an extra show tonight. We'll be back again on Sunday, breaking down next week's tournaments, which have come Washington, where the temperatures are soaring and it's going to be very, very hot. Uh, I spoke to uh, our head honcho, at Bet Rivers, who actually lives in uh, in in Washington, he told me it's going to it's absolutely boiling. So uh, often is there. Last year it was yeah. super hot for the tournament there last year. So we're going to have to see what happens there. Anyway, Sean, thanks for your time, mate. Enjoy yourself. Have a good night tonight. Thank have a you. good meal. Stay safe, and we'll speak to you again on Sunday. Good luck for your bets of the weekend, everyone. Take care. <laughs>